0: Oh, go times! I live proud. I'm going do my That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of It must run on Linux, and it must, must be, be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead it may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, friends and neighbors, and welcome to episode number 259 of the Best Linux Games Podcast. Being recorded for you on this... Uh, Saturday, the 12th of October 2019 at 10.06pm twenty two oh six hundred hours or whatever the fuck uh, Pacific Coast Time, Left Coast Coast the most crack engineer undead Ivor Molina over there in the booth you're looking well Ivor looking well, oh he's holding up the whiskey sign holding up the way whi- oh here we go you're fired Ivor I can smell you through the glass Poor old rotting Ivor. He's kind of a metaphor for all of us in a way, don't you think? When you stop and think about it, really. Ivor is kind of every man. Cheers. You're fired. Mm. Mmm. Shabaka! Alright, let's get on with this week's show. Yeah, straight to our top stories. So, in case you haven't, um... Oh, well, hang on. First of all, before we get to anything else, like, uh, like Undead Ivor, actually, uh, in case you haven't noticed, we are in the full-on balls- bluing, testicle-exploding clitoral directomy me spontaneous me causing grips of the Ice King's fierce fi- I almost said fiercy wow okay fierce death oh yeah that, by the way that would make it for our sequel friends episode 259 for our sequel friends 2019 10 uh, twelve. But anyway, so back to our top stories. We are in the you know balls to the wall death grip of the death season of the quiet time of the dying time here in October because everyone who has a game that is going to come out this year is holding it for the next you know day two weeks from now at the bare minimum, maybe even later to correlate best with the Christmas season and along with Black Friday, which no longer bears any resemblance to anything that actually happens in reality unless you're insane. If you're insane you go out and go shopping on Black Friday or Black Monday Um, But or Black Friday, I'm sorry Black Monday. Black Monday was a stock market crash Oh boy! But anyway, the video game industry still responds to those uh, temporal cues in seasonal you know, blah So, nothing has been coming out. And I've had a very frustrating week. So that means only one thing. That's right. The return of our least favorite uh, segment. Irregular segment. Or feature. Uh, Big sloppy big sloppy drunk what I'm playing this week. Uh, But before we get to that, I promise you there is actual useful information in this show. In fact, I can give you three, four pieces right off the top of the bat in our top stories. We're gonna do two different fixes, and both of these have been mentioned in one way or another. Well, actually, only one of these has been mentioned one way or another in previous episodes of the show, but special thanks go out to both Bully Lockers and Blaster PR, especially BPR, um for mentioning these because these do correlate we're going to mention so many fucking games in this episode, it's going to sound like a sale, but none of these games are on sale uh, okay, so we're going to divide this first top story into two parts, one part one is called two fixes and then the other part, part two which is like where we're going to voice our frustrations collectively, cumulatively over time and in great volume with, uh, our shared frustrations over certain video games. It's called Still Broken, which we've done before on this show. Still Broken, but first we get to our two fixes. So, if you listen to last week's episode, you know uh, for a definite, fucking fact, actual, fucking spooky sprite, actual, um, fact that, uh, I have update, I have, uh, completely... Tore up from the floor. At my computer, new mobo, uh, Ryzen seven, uh, eight core, 3800x GPU or uh, CPU. Uh, GPU is still the same. It's still 1080 Ti. Um, but new RAM, 64 gigabytes, etc., etc., etc. So we barely finished that before recording last week's episode. So we were down for. Oh wait, no, that's not true at all. Because we did that whole upgrade. Oh wait, but then we had to do the, the we had to add the extra ramp. Yeah, uh, well, hey, more more or less, Massa But anyway, one of the things I was distressed to discover after getting the PC put back together was that Code Vein, which I'd been playing two weeks ago, no longer worked for no good reason. It hadn't gone through any updates. It hadn't. No one else was having problems, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I found out that Monster Hunter World wasn't working either. Um. And that was weird, because Monster Hunter World used to work fine on my um, my computer. The only difference between these two games was, prior to this, I had an Intel i7 uh, with four cores, and now I have a Ryzen thousand eight hundred with eight cores. It's the only thing that changed. I didn't change the distro, I didn't change anything. Literally, nothing. Yeah, nothing. Nothing was misconfigured, blah blah blah. So, I really wanted to stream last week uh, right after the PC was finally rebuilt, especially for purposes of comparison, uh, CodeVane. Um, but it wouldn't start. And so, I kept checking throughout the week what the fuck could it possibly be, and I, I knew it had to be something with the CPU um, change, because it worked fine before, and now it doesn't work, and the it's kind of a fairly major... It's not the mobo, It ain't the RAM! I'm guessing it's going to be the CPU... Finally, someone on ProtonDB.com for either Monster Hunter World or for Code Vein posted a very helpful review. Especially after I realized, and this this was before I saw this re- before I saw this report, I had realized somewhere in the middle of the week that the games that I was looking at that I was having problems with that I didn't used to have problems with before on the ProtonDB pages even though they were like rated gold or platinum there were some reviews that said borked like mine because I had to refile a new ProtonDB report for CodeVane because I, you know, two weeks ago I said it runs great, now it doesn't run at all I realized that they all had AMD uh, 7 Series 3700 or 3800 eight core uh, CPUs, but then I had no idea how to fix it Uh, until finally someone posted the instructions. So, our first tip is this if you run a Ryzen 7 uh, eight core GPU, be it a 3700 or 3800 X, if it has eight cores, you're probably going to suffer from this. If it's a seven, uh, I think only the seven have eight cores, right? I mean. Nines have 12, right? So, like, I don't know. Doesn't matter, but here's what you have to do. If you're running Ubuntu, you're going to have to add a kernel boot parameter to your grub, and this is super easy. It's so much easier than you, you, you can imagine. We will have a link directly to the instructions on how to do this, but the specific parameter, if you know how to do it already, it's not that complicated. Just hold left shift, you know, to test it out. Oh, well, left shift. You know, after you, after you get past post, and then uh, in the grub menu, press E, and then you can add your clear CPU ID equals five fourteen to the end of your boot kernel boot parameters. Uh, mine are saved that way now, so it's the same way every time. The instructions for both of these things uh, will be in the show blurb for this week. If you've been experiencing problems with games that used to run fine for you, but since your CPU upgrade to Ryzen 7 does not, evidently um, it uh, some games by just a Ryzen problem <laughs> Bassy Bab Moon Ryzen uh, you need to clear CPU ID 514, equals 514 uh, kernel parameter Otherwise, the games won't work. They try to issue all sorts of fucking crazy commands directly to the CPU or something like that, and it locks it down. It's like, no, you're not playing this game. So that means continuing with our part one of our two-part top stories here. Our first fix applies to CodeVane. This is a CPU ID kernel parameter. Applies to CodeVane and it also applies to Monster Hunter World. And if you don't run an AMD Ryzen seven with eight cores, then you should be probably fine. But uh, if you do run Ryzen, if you do run a Ryzen CPU, and you have this sort of problem with games that used to work for you, you might want to investigate. Uh, you know, you might want to look into. You know, pop onto the Google machine and. Uh, see if uh, other people have also experienced difficulties, and if they found solutions. And also check on ProtonDB. Don't just look at the, the overall rating for an individual title. Go into the title and look at the actual reports, um, and find the ones that say Bork, and then look at the system specs, and if they match yours, then there's a good chance that this or something else, you know, blah, some other unquantifiable, you know, because I presume already that you've beaten your head against the wall. Speaking of which, so, back in the day, I'm talking about like four months ago, maybe, I began working on uh, doing a script for uh, a Media Foundation MF Platt uh, fix. Currently, you can get uh, uh, an MF Platt with uh, the MD5. Uh, you can get the uh, the whatever the fuck it is you need. It's on our Drobo. It's in a link from episodes ago. You do the fucking research. Do the legwork. I'm not here to fucking hold your dick and teach you how to piss. Okay, son? Okay? But yeah, that's what you really are here. Shut up, you fucking whiny. I'm sorry. Flashbacks. Ah, back into Nang again. So, M.F. Plat. I never finished that project because I couldn't figure out a way to programmatically get all of the uh, Steam IDs. Never mind. You don't want to worry about it. You don't have to worry about it now. Depending game, depending. Because and for those of you who don't know what M.F. Platt fix is, or what Media Foundation and the associated DLLs and blah blah blah, all that bullshit if you don't know what any of that shit is, that's okay because now you don't have to, you just have to be able to you know, use git and fucking uh, figure out what the the Steam ID of any product or game that you have is that you want to have patched because thank you Blaster PR for reminding me about this MF platfix a link to this which is it's a github script someone else finished my thing it wasn't my thing it was you know spontaneous discovery or whatever um, but they fucking finished it cuz they put theirs on github uh, it didn't work that great for i don't know like the first month and a half but it's been like numerous months and but bam you got monster underworld you want to play monster underworld you don't want to have to fucking go through, uh, which we've outlined the steps to do it manually, uh, an MF plat fix on your own with just the terminal. Well, you're going to need just the terminal for this too. Go to the GitHub link in this week's show blurb. This is how I patched after I reinstalled Monster Underworld, World. That was the big thing. I was like, I messaged PPR. I'm like, dude, you're always playing Monster Underworld World. I got it to work for a while, but now I can't get the controller to work. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, here, he sent the link to the old GitHub thing for MF install. And I'm like, oh, I don't give a fuck. I mean, like, I patched mine by hand. And then, like, nine hours later, I'm stoned and drunk, and I realized, wait a minute. I patched mine by hand, but then I uninstalled it. So that would destroy the prefix and everything, you know, blah, 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 blah. And so I didn't want to have to go through the entire process as I outlined. I have a whole fucking, it's in the columns section of the website, www.bestlinksgames.com. If you want to know how to do it manually, if you want to know all the steps to doing that manually um you can find that there, or you can just fucking export your wine prefix and run mf install after pulling it from github, git clone you know, the fucking link and blah blah I shouldn't have to hold your hand on that one too hard if you have any questions, ask in the discord um, that will fix Monster Hunter World, and it will also fix American Fugitive um two games that we've been playing now, this brings up that second part of our top stories. And don't worry, we'll be out of here. This will be a short show, more or less. <coughs> the second part of this uh, item in our top stories, the still broken part. And don't worry, at the, during the feature for this week, we will cleanse our palate from all of the darkness. So what does still broken mean? It means that there are games... And all of us have these specific games. Some of them are old games, some of them are new games. For most of you, I imagine many of them are new games. For me, they are generally new games at this point. Because fucking Bayonetta runs, I don't give a fuck about anything. Like, um, just stick a fork in me, I'm done. When I started playing Bayonetta and fucking Linux via Proton that first time, I, it, I you know, I came so hard that my balls were drained permanently and I was rendered sterile um, as has long been the wish by many church councils and moral uh, moral groups in various communities from here to Thailand, uh, in terms of my my case specifically, um, they're all wrong, and none of those allegations are founded. That's all I have to say about that. But we all know the frustration. And because of this show, the way this show is structured, it's not called the worst Linux games podcast but at least twice a year I have to go through, I try not to focus on the negative, but at least twice a year I have to go through and just to kind of, you know if this ever becomes like a document of like the history of gaming of Linux, in Linux, which it kind of really is because guess what, next week is our five year anniversary literally to the day 7 days from now it will be our the anniversary of our first episode of best things games podcast recorded 5 years ago next saturday so twice a year i have to go through i have to delve into this shit um and talk about the games that i don't talk about because by not talking about them like yeah it frees up space for other stuff but you know like stuff that actually works and that's really great and doesn't make you angry Constantly, but then again, every six months is a long time in the game industry, and uh, this will be like a refresher course. So, still broken. First of all, we'll start with like probably number one's uh, number one title on everyone's still broken list, and that enrages me. And we'll go into a little sidebar about this uh, in terms of me and Boldy Lockers. Number one has got to be Destiny 2, because everyone on my Steam fucking uh, friends list is playing Destiny 2, all up and down, all day, all night, every which fucking way, constantly 24 hours a day, people who I know who have jobs, who have like evidently quit their jobs, are playing Destiny 2 24-7, just rocking it, hardcore, and loving every second of it, I know this just from watching their playtimes and their like existence in my friends list. They are Nick loving it and they, none of them are Linux users. Why? Because Easy Anti-Cheat is why. Now, yes, Destiny 2 will never run on Linux. I know, we talked about this extensively a couple of weeks ago. There was some rumors of holding out hope for some sort of patch or fix that doesn't auto ban you um, those have been pretty much abandoned by anyone at this point because everyone's kind of just waiting for Google Stadia to come and pick up the pieces and it either runs on Linux or it doesn't and if that runs, and I'm gonna buy it you know, I'm, I, I have a, I pre-order I'm a founding member of the Google Stadia I'm very excited about it, it runs on free and open source software, whole thing is fucking Linux that one of its flagship launch titles is Destiny 2, so if it runs on that, and it doesn't run on anything else I am going to be fucking furious, and guess what? I bet you a thousand bucks that's what happens. But, let's not focus on the negative. Negative predictions that are not based in, you know, certain, with actual firsthand with actual real fucking certainty, are just fucking negative predictions. So we'll see what happens. But, the segue to this is about a month and a half ago, so when I ran um, our 7 Days to Die server, and I was programming for the 7 Days to Die server. And it only lasted, like, two months. It was a very short-lived server because 7 Days to Die was such a... It was as difficult... Actually, ARC was probably easier to script for and to administer. I'm talking about the original ARC. I'm talking about back in the day when it was, like, still in... But anyway. Bottom line is this. I learned all about easy NHE. I learned that... They do not accept end user complaints from anyone, and that they occasionally have technical hiccups that will kick you from any server, no matter you know what opera, you know, blah 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 blah. And that was like years and years ago. In over the intervening years, I you know played other games that used Easy Anti EAC, and EAC was a force for good. So here is flashing back to a month and a half ago. Bullylockers and I, Bully Lockers was bitching in the Discord about how some game, I think it was Paladins or something um, I mean, and don't get me wrong I feel your pain, like when a game that you love especially one that actually worked for a time on Linux no longer works that is pain but he was bitching about Easy Anti-Cheat and it was fucking crazy because three months prior to this, I had told him the exact story I just told you about my familiarity with Easy Anti-Cheat and how it goes through weird cycles and it does not respond to pressure from end users of the games it only responds traditionally to pressure from the actual developer of the game the person who actually has control of deploying and you know blah is EAC with their you know with their software that is the end user that they listen to they listen to the developers and the publishers so when a bottleneck happens they can get a million fucking complaints it's one of the reasons why there is like really no way to get to EAC there's no like contact form for end users if you're getting kicked off of 7 days to die, that's how it used to be so he knew all about this and then he saw his game get restored just as I told him it would like, you know, like, three days later, or whatever, it's like, oh, I'm playing Paladins again, I'm like, yeah, you See, quit blaming EAC, because EAC was a force for good, it meant, back in the day, it meant that developers who couldn't leverage like, the full, um, the full tonnage of having a, uh, uh, an accurate, good, independent, uh, distribution platform independent, method of protecting against online cheating in-game suddenly had one, because like EAC was great you know, you contracted with them, I think you paid them like you know, 15 cents or whatever off of every sale or whatever, you know, blah 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 and you're done, that way you don't have to develop it in-house from scratch well a month and a half ago this is two months, three months after Boy Lockers and I had that week-long exchange where ultimately he's like, oh, okay, yeah, I know. right, you know, EAC. You know, they. you have to wait until the developer complains to EAC and until the developer complains, they would never change anything. They would never fix a fucking thing in terms of that game's implementation for any platform. It didn't matter. Well, so like a month and a half ago, Boy Lockers starts bitching again and I, I, by the way, like this is like it's just a funny story. It's not. It's not. It's funny about me. I'm not making fun of bully lockers. Like because you know he's that's not what I'm saying. So he's bitching about. And when I say bitching, I don't mean like you know blah. But he's you know to my eyes at that point he was bitching about pointlessly bitching about EAC being down again for some other game that he really liked. And. I message him, I send him a a direct message. I'm like, dude, why the fuck are you doing this? Like, you know that there's only one thing that will fix this. It's for the, you know, the actual publisher to complain to EAC and then they get on it, then they fix it. They patch it and they push that out, you know, in line with whatever the fuck, you know, like at login or whatever, it updates your EAC or whatever and he's like, no, 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 I blame so I'm like, blame the publisher, and I think the publisher was like, Blizzard or one of those companies that is a monstrous evil company that hates fucking Linux, and he's like no, I blame EAC and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, are you serious it was like 9 o'clock in the morning, like I was sober, he's he's on the other side of the fucking planet, so it was like 9 hours ahead for him and uh I'm like, are you fucking serious? Are you crazy? Have you lost your fucking mind? Like, are you on? Like, I seriously was like, are you high? Because like we talked about this in depth, and he had seen what happened, you know, months ago. You know, blah. And the same thing with Denovo. Like, it, you know, I, the reason why I get so um intense about this shit is like everyone blames Denovo for everything, and Denovo is evil. But Denovo doesn't really break that much for Linux at all anymore. Really, it's it's other things, it's other aspects of the game be it a proprietary um, anti-cheat kind of thing, or uh, uh, network or even just a front-end user interface kind of thing to that network that you know, has to overlay on top of Steam we'll get to examples of all of the above but anyway, so we go back and forth and I'm starting to really worry about Bullock because I've known him for a while now and he's, I consider him a good friend. I was literally starting to worry about him. And we're drilling, drilling, drilling down, down deeper and deeper and deeper. And I'm giving all these thought problems. And he's like, no, I still blame EAC. This went on for like two hours. And finally it comes out. He's like, oh, yeah this software company, I can't remember who owns EAC now because I don't give a fuck because it's some company that has not published a game that's been playable on Linux including their back catalog in ever it's got to be like Blizzard or somebody like that it does not matter, it's immaterial Um, because the point is, the EAC thing, it's like, oh no, this software company bought EAC that's why I'm blaming EAC well that that shook me quite a bit because I had no idea and I'm like oh you're a fucking moron why didn't you fucking tell me that in the first fucking place I had no idea because he was talking about EAC the same way we had talked about it you know six months before three months before or whatever and that that paradigm no longer makes sense when the ultimate evil empire buys EAC and then they subvert EAC to their own fucking will and they bring it in house that's going to be a different EAC than everything else well guess what We have two wonderful EAC games on our still broken list. Number one number one would be Destiny 2. Destiny 2 has EAC crammed up its a-hole. I'm pretty sure it doesn't say that specifically on my fucking showbook. Ivor, you're fired! Sorry, that might be inaccurate. But it doesn't matter. EAC is being controlled by whatever company blah blah blah. And so now that company, that evil company that makes all these games and literally could change two lines of code and make them all compatible with Linux, that same fucking evil company now sub EAC to all of its former clients. Meaning that that's going to break a lot of shit. And that sucks. And that makes me angry and upset because it's pointless, senseless waste, and it's discriminatory against us, and we pay for the games too. Although we are like no one. We are one one th- we are six one thousandth or something like that of or six one hundredth percentage of the uh, of Steam's accounting of Who Games on Linux. That's okay. We are small. We will grow. That's what we do. Mmm. Other game. (coughs) EAC. Right now, one of the reasons one of the reasons why I didn't find it so compelling uh, an impetus to get the show out on Friday like I try to always do was that Hell Let Loose was our big deal for this week. And, because it's a free-to-play weekend. Hell Let Loose. Awesome 50 on 50, 100 people per map, per round World War 2 simulator World War 2, WW2, the game you know 58th chapter blah 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 MMORPG shooter game and so I get it all set up, and I'm going back in and uh, refreshing the server list just fine. And I find a great server because it's a free to play weekend, so that means everyone's going to be playing it. And I own a, li- I, I, yeah, I think I owned a license for it. I want to say I owned a license for it. I don't know. Maybe it was just said that because it was free to play weekend. But anyway, jam packed servers. Everyone's playing this fucking game. everyone's sending me messages about how great oh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, no, EAC. Try to connect to a server, server full. Try to connect to a server, server full. Try to connect to a server, server full. Try to connect to a server, EAC. And these are the types of problems that we try not to talk about because they've been with us for so long now that they're very frustrating to think about. That's why I try to only cover the best games available for the slash Linux operating system, which you and I and all of us know and nerve. So we have Destiny 2, Hell let loose Grand Theft Auto 5 Online no longer runs on Linux because Rockstar added a separate loader that just fucks up Proton it'll just create a loading screen for forever in a separate window and the little Rockstar icon will scroll and scroll, I let it run for two hours three days ago fucking infuriating Considering that prior to that ran just completely fine. No problems, copyright problems, no um, cheating problems from Linux. Trust me, all the script kiddies they're running Windows. I guarantee it. This breaks this game for no good fucking reason. And uh, Rockstar is about as receptive as a dick in the box. Uh, an undead dick in the box. Dead dick... Under a sheet of snow out of Norway, colder than a bitch wolf dog with nine second puss pulling a number four trap up a hill in the dead of winter with a mouthful of porcupine quills. They don't give a fuck. And by the way, here's extra darkness for you this week. Rockstar is significantly owned and influenced by the Koch brothers. Same thing with Deep Silver. Enjoy that. So there you go. There's some some little political darkness for you. I've had a very frustrating day today I was supposed to get a piece of uh, a piece of technical equipment supposed to be delivered to my house this morning and they didn't ring the doorbell they didn't text me and they didn't knock and they didn't leave a notice saying that they couldn't deliver it and they didn't tell me that a signature was required for it prior to this but I was up, I was here at 11 o'clock in the morning they didn't try to deliver it to any of the alternate delivery locations that are around my house and now instead of having that piece of equipment at 11 o'clock this morning, around which my entire day was structured Silhouette Cameo 3 don't you laugh motherfuckers don't you laugh, you'll see what I'll be able to do Um. instead of having that today and then being able to figure it all out today and then being able to spend all of tomorrow using it to create four different things that are time sensitive one of which is a Monday thing instead of telling me any of that they didn't knock they didn't ring the bell, they didn't leave a uh, uh, we tried to deliver this sticker they didn't send me a text message they didn't send me an email and this is UPS UPS they just walked away and now I can look forward to getting it on Monday between the hours of 12 o'clock in the afternoon and 5 o'clock in the afternoon I had structured my entire weekend around this event so I'm very upset, you feel the irritation? yeah so, Grand Theft Auto Five Online is completely fucking broken if you run Linux now, which is unacceptable considering that it was one of the best games you could run on Linux. And why would they do this? Because they don't care. Because they just do not care that. And you know, they'll say copyright protection or whatever, but they just don't want to be held liable for dissati- the twelve dissatisfied Linux customers. It's like the Trump administration, anyway. It's disgusting. It is fucking disgusting. It will cost them ten grand to, like, at the most, to hire the two programmers for the two hours it needed to fucking fix it. They just won't do it. So thank you, Rockstar. Coke brother owned Rockstar. Now, in my personal list of uh, those are the those are three of the major titles that are still broken. I I, I thought about making a whole little segment bumper and shit for still broken but I, then I was like wait it's, it's antithetical to the purpose of the podcast and I don't even like doing this segment but like come on people you know I know that you guys are frustrated you know that I, I need to let you know that I am also frustrated that I share and understand these frustrations and that these are these are increasingly th- these have not grown less pernicious over time especially since the epic store launched um, prior to that it seemed like Proton was like really fucking trucking not so much now we'll see I mean you know t- time will tell this is a small sample size as Jokey Kendall would say he kept repeating that to me last night on the phone about baseball but whatever um, not that it was nonsensical then but it it is a small sample size and who knows what's going to happen next month because um, literally there was once a month where you know we had 3,000 games that we could play on Linux and the middle of that week we had 20,000 we- 20, games we could play on Linux overnight that was the release of Proton no one saw that coming I mean some people saw that coming like people who worked on the, on the GitHub and stuff, they saw it coming but we were very much involved in wine development they saw it coming but no one else did, so who knows what the fuck is going to happen next month I don't, in the immortal words of one of my mentors, the right reverend Raymond Rich this line here he draws a line on the blackboard uh, horizontal, a, a vertical line this line right here it represents the future we're over here on the left side of this line points to the other half of the blackboard on the left This is where we are now. This includes the past and the present. This line is not the present. This line is the dividing line between the past and now and the future. We live over here on the left side of the board. We don't know what's on the right side of the board. Meaning the future side. You know why? Because we haven't fucking been there yet. But we're going. So yeah, that's one of the fun things about that's kept this podcast going for fucking five years now and one of the reasons why I try to you know discourage people from being fucking fiercely negative about any individual thing like especially in discord or whatever um you know cause it's like yeah guess what how, much, how many de novo headaches have you had lately yeah lots of times these things are not based in technical realities and until EAC got bought that wasn't based in technical reality, but that is now based firmly in technical reality. They are locking that shit down, and I think that's going to have a cascading effect. But anyway, so now to two personal titles that you've heard me talk about over the last year that really fucking piss me off that do not run via Pro. Okay, first one is Headlander. Headlander. Fuck you, Tim Schafer. I have given you nothing but great press, effusive praise, adoration in both print and online and in person fuck you Tim Schafer and your Double Fine games took you only 10 years to fucking make a Linux port of Psychonauts but now Headlander the latest and greatest from Double Fine which is a great game, how do I know this? I know this because the first chapter of it runs on Linux via Proton and then the game crashes and there is no way to fix it no way to fix it. No one on ProtonDB has ever found a way to fix it. I've never found a way to fix it. And it is one of my favorite games. I've beating that first chapter 20 times now! And there's no sign that they will ever fix it and I doubt that they ever will. And that's kind of my default uh, position, by the way, speaking about in terms of like, you know, uh, I don't like you know Debbie Downers or whatever. That is basically my default position about everything, because I go back with Linux in 1997 when nothing worked. And I never expected anything to ever work. I thought it was just ridiculous. And I kept running it. Kept trying it. And then one day everything worked. More or less. Masa Menos. Um. It's kind of how it happened. It wasn't overnight. But, like, I mean, it was really gimp. Because I thought, I remember when I read about, uh, Like the earliest, earliest, earliest in real time origins of GIMP on Usenet. A bunch of fucking weirdos were like, yeah, we're going to make a fucking work-alike to fucking Photoshop, which at the time was the most expensive piece of software on the planet for like, you know, in general use other than Microsoft Office. But uh, Photoshop was outrageously expensive back then. It was like three grand. Mm. I wish them good luck and walked away thinking those guys are gonna be fucking old and gray before they can reverse engineer you know, for free on their own time this loose-knit confederation of fucking maniacs well, seven years later they had done it so seven years is a long fucking time but it was amazing I mean, I cried I cried when I saw it, it was amazing but, uh, so seven years is a long time, and in terms of, like, in terms of just software in general, in terms of, you know, actual workflow tool chain, technology and shit like that for, like, office and design and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But in terms of the game industry, seven years is, like, an eternity. Although everyone has now nah, has to suck my dick and admit that I was right, uh, that the last eight years have seen the great slowing of this. It's not nece- really necessary to upgrade your video card for every fucking game you want to play every year anymore, because we can't even fucking tap the potential in our current video cards but that balance has been slowing down over the last 15 years um, to the point where now anyway, it doesn't matter Headlander runs perfectly, the first chapter of it, and then it crashes and no one has ever run beyond the introductory chapter of Headlander on Linux it infuriates me it'll probably take very minor adjustments especially with Proton which has done all the heavy lifting for everybody if they, if anyone gave a shit about and this is like really normally I try to eschew saying oh these guys don't give a shit about Linux trust me Tim Schafer and Double Fine literally do not give a shit about Linux and it's not that hard to go out of your way to be a good neighbor you know what I mean to be a good neighbor to like, okay, fine, we'll eat the cost of the three grand it'll cost us to hire, you know, a programmer and do a Q&A pass to fucking figure out how to fucking make our older game integrate perfectly with Proton the way it should be, um, because trust me it's not that much that has to change I mean, it could be a ton of shit but, not when it runs this great, not when the first fucking chapter runs fine, and they're just not gonna fix it, and they just don't care that's okay And I I respect the position of, we just don't care. They're not going to say that, though. But but they're also never going to fucking fix it. And that's why I say that these guys don't give a shit about Linux. And that's why I care about them not giving a shit about Linux. Because generally, I can understand. Oh, well, there's like 6,000 people who fucking... That's our market for that fucking patch branch. Well, no, you don't have to have a patch branch. You don't have to keep parallel fucking... It's not a new operating system. You just keep developing for Windows, but you have to fix the hooks for Proton to, for, to work with Proton. It's not that many hooks. It's not that complicated. Proton is there to have already done all the heavy lifting, and you just don't give a fuck. So it's like, you might as well take my money and shit in my mouth. And they've given lip service, Double Fine and Tim Schafer. It breaks my heart to say this. Uh, if you go back and listen to the, one of the only special editions of this podcast was when they pushed out finally a fucking Linux release of Psychonauts which was Tim Schafer's apocalyptic baby anyway I broke into everything I dropped everything and I was like okay fine we have to do a fucking special episode for this I it, it's why there's only one episode of this podcast per week anyway moving on we'll get out of here in about 15 minutes don't worry so Headlander is still broken Grand Theft Auto 5 online is broken newly broken and evidently permanently broken by virtue of a fucking front end loader that doesn't do anything and serves no purpose I I played in the casino it was like fucking a month ago and I went to go play it with a friend of mine on, with Jokeymon online like this was like 6 weeks ago maybe 2 months ago and it didn't work and it still doesn't work and it's probably never gonna work I don't know we'll see We'll see, you know, who knows? All these things could be reversible, but there are track records for certain games, and also Rockstar is run by the Coke. brothers. Well, it's significantly funded by the Koch brothers and Coke brothers, Coke industry money. And there are no Coke brothers anymore, there's just the Koch brother. Although, uh, the gay guy, I think, is still alive. Um, the one who's not evil. But anyway, so Grand Theft Auto 5 Online, Hell Let Loose, My personal two are Headlander and then, of course, Echo. Though there is hope for Echo, and this is the worst kind of hope. Someone posted on ProtonDB this week that they have managed to get the cutscenes in Echo to run in line with the game by using the MF Plat fix, uh, Media Foundation, you know, uh, MF Install fix, Um, and then I can't remember what distribution they were using but they said that they had to force the game into full screen using their window manager so some sort of X11 session management capability they have that is different from my own I'll have to go back and look that up again because I just remembered that so that, it's the worst kind of encouragement for me because I've spent dozens and dozens of hours of trying to get Echo to work with the fucking cutscenes because of all the games that I've played this last year, that is the game I'm most fascinated with. And uh, it makes no sense without the cutscenes. I don't want to ruin the story. Because like, I know where the cutscenes are, and they're all in MPG. I can play the cutscenes. I can play the intro to the game outside of the game. In, you know, the file system. on my Anyway. So... <coughs> Someone said this week that they have fixed that but that they had to do this other shit, and I don't remember what distribution they were on. It obviously was not Linux Mint 19, and they obviously weren't running multiple monitors. So that's frustrating too. Now, in lieu of normally we would have, oh shit, I have or oh god, no, don't do it! Who do you think? Oh my god, it's Millivian's! Gonna let you I can read your mind. This week's feature, I can't read you. I can't read you I can read your mind. Take it, skunky. So in a very Canterbury Tales-esque way, we will try to conclude this week's episode. Yes, I know, thank you, Ivor. You overzealous little twat. You're fired for adding the feature bumper there. Our feature this week is another installment of everyone's favorite, "What I'm playing," and we're gonna do this like a, as a, like a lightning round, just for no other reason than to cleanse ourselves with the negativity of not getting our silhouette cameo three today, of going to the bar to work and then being tortured by a drunk oxycodone addicted former Uber driver, drunk. Irritating bitch, who literally said the words to a fellow victim of this evening's festivities at the bar. All these guys that come up to this. She was speaking to a cohort, uh, another person in her early fifties. Uh, although this chick was a hard fifty, like we're talking like ridden hard, hung up wet, fucking. Whoa post-apocalyptic, like, Fallout 3, Fallout 4, Fallout New Vegas, type of irritating, drugged out, drunky, irritating, dumb bitch. She literally said to one of her cohorts, it was a fellow victim, a nice lady who was just sitting there next to me as a buffer zone. I used her like a, used her like a Mm. use her like a buffer zone yeah mm. uh, said all these guys they keep coming up to me and they come on so hard and so strong like, I know I'm beautiful yeah and then when that bitch cornered me it was it was exciting it was fun it was not fun and it was exciting though it was absolutely fucking, like, man, I'm almost 40, why the fuck is this shit happening to me, now like, no, yeah I'm, I'm working on something for a book here, yeah it's a book well, tell me more about it, like, I'm not here to talk to you that's how, you're, I, I had two years of her, two hours of her pissing in my ear so anyway, to cleanse ourselves of all this negativity that's that's how bad she was. Like, I'm a polite person in ordinary conversation, especially in mixed company, especially at the bar. But I was having none of this. I'm like, you're not talking to me. I am not talking to you. I, you know, I, I responded to any direct question with a direct answer. She's like, So what is this? Does it have a theme? I'm like, yeah, it has a theme. So explain to me. I'm, like, I'm not explaining it to you. And I wasn't even I wasn't even touching the pen to the the, the the pencil to the to the tablet. I was just staring at the tablet. Then I looked at her. I'm still holding the pencil the you know, the Apple pencil. I looked up at the game away from her. Sat there. I'm still thinking about what I'm actually working on. <laughs> I'm not explaining it to you. I've never said anything like that to anybody. It was pretty good. It was a good feeling. She uh, tapped me on the shoulder. She put her like hand on my shoulder. This chick was—I had two hours of this chick, and she was fucking unbelievably obnoxious. Everyone left because of this bitch. So, like, before you judge me too harshly for being so rude to a stranger, trust me, this was not a stranger to me. She like tried to put her arm around me. I said, "Don't touch me. Please, don't touch me. Thank you." And I looked, I looked her right in the eye. I looked, I looked her hand back. And you know, I went on staring at whatever it was I was staring while I contemplated what I was doing. Anyway, so to cleanse ourselves from all of this negativity, we have to talk about the what I'm playing. And these are all these games work and run. Some of them are new, some of them are old. We're gonna go through the list very quickly. But first, number one on our list is Pine. P-I-N-E. Um, our video of the week this week is probably the most offensive live stream I've ever done of a blind playthrough, first time blind playthrough, of any game that we've ever live streamed. I thought I was going to live stream 45 minutes of it, just to like, you know, show what the game was, because I knew I was going to talk about it in this week's episode. Pine is actually a very interesting game. The premise of it is this. It's an open world, uh, third person, cartoony, like... Uh, action-adventure, role-playing game, Minecraft-esque kind of thing with an exploration focus. Simple controls is meant to be played on a controller, I'm pretty sure. Um, it's a very good game, actually. It's fun. fundamentally fun to play. It is a lot of fetch quests to start with, but I've completed the tutorial. Anyway, within the first five minutes of that stream starting which you can see all of, it's about 55 minutes my buddy, friend and cohort Disfor joined and we I was already kind of veering into the magical land of offensive shit but this game is for kids it's not for kids, it's for like it looks like it's a kids game and we just we ripped it apart, we MST3K'd it like you would not believe in the most offensive and darkest ways imaginable for those of you who need to know what that entails grandma fucking constant grandma fucking more grandma fucking it was hilarious and incredibly dark and he was not a good influence I, I I take full responsibility for everything that happened and I think it's a funny hour of fucking TV I actually ended up watching some of it while I was stoned the other night <laughs> it was just a disaster it was a disaster even worse though was so halfway through it yeah, like, you know, an hour in, I'm like, okay, cool, we're gonna shut this stream down, and we're gonna do a new live stream because I found out that Discord had never seen another one of the games of what I'm playing. Me and, uh, Long Motion Potion Caster, or whatever the fuck, Long Motion Potion Castle, um, Long Potion Castle, uh, uh, also known as Jesse, um, I don't know if I should have said that, ooh. Uh, maybe we add that out, I don't know. I don't know. We've been playing Dying Light. He actually kicked me out of a game. Well, he didn't kick me out. I was like, oh, okay, you you, you need to play the game your own way. All right, man, I'm back out. So I jumped out of his game. But uh, uh, Master Andy Wan, Kenobi, uh, also and I are trying to get a game going together. I've been playing a lot of Dying Light. And I've been streaming a lot of it, too. And I'm at the end of the game. I I went from 48% completion at the beginning of the week to 70% story completion. Now I've got like 150 hours into the game, I think. Oh, God, where is it? 117 hours. I keep getting it confused with uh, No Man's Sky. But the biggest thing about that Pine live stream, and Pine, by the way, is $24.99. It's brand new. It came out last week. Oh, the premise of that game, by the way, though, is that humans in this alternate fantasy-like, Minecraft-styled, primitive universe, cartoony, Minecrafty kind of styled uh, universe, third person, never evolved to become the Apex Predator. It's called, like, Albemare or something like that. It sounds suspiciously like uh, that one fucking game that I hate Albion. But anyway, it's called Earth. It's fictional Earth with all sorts of fictional creatures. And that means that, like, animals have better weapons and are smarter than you. And it's a single-player game. Um, It was developed by Five five people as a graduate student project uh, won all kinds of awards I look forward to playing more of it this week hence what I'm playing but now to finish that story so we'll go one hour and 15 minutes because we got to cram in all these but this is a funny story so I shut down that stream because Dis 4 had never seen Dying Light and so I was stoned and it was 3 o'clock in the morning so I shut down the stream and I'm like I'll be right back in exactly 30 seconds and so I started up the stream for Dying Light but I didn't change the name of the game that it said that we were streaming from Pine to Dying Light so suddenly we are in this hardcore zombie apocalypse parkour fucking graphically violent survival horror role playing game first person shooter um, surrounded by you know biters and we're chopping off people's heads and I'm screaming all sorts of offensive shit We got all of these viewers many of whom stuck around which is hilarious. None of whom bothered to point out to me that I was attracting people who were looking for pine but I was streaming Dying Light. (laughs) And we streamed for like two hours that night. It was great. I'll be streaming again for two hours uh, probably tomorrow morning. Like in the next like four hours I'll probably be streaming more Dying Light. So I'm next Greedfall G-R-E-E-D-F-A-L-L a game I mentioned three weeks ago um, we're still playing it I'm not sure exactly how I fall where I fall in terms of my uh I don't know I don't know how I like it yet I don't know if it's a good game or not yet the costumes are fantastic um also, I've been playing Starbound again, and we are rebooting our Starbound server, which is a Starbound Frack and Science um, Server, it'll be up twenty four seven. In fact, it is up technically right now, but I need to figure out what's going on with our universe backups because I can't get to my old home base. Once that's finished, then I will make the announcement again, and you know you'll find the creds on our website. Um, otherwise, hit me up on the Discord, um, which you can find a link to in the show blurb for this week's episode. Just add, just personal message me, Scooky Sprite, about uh, the Starbound. IHC credentials and the server status. Uh, I'm bringing it back up. All the all the heavy lifting's done. I had an image of it, um, a snapshot of it uh, from DigitalOcean that you know is still live. I just updated it using my own scripts from back in the day. Like, cause yeah. Anyway, um, and I can get into it. I can get on it, but it's not fully functional yet. Um, next, another older game, Dead Cells. Everyone's favorite side-scrolling platformer, Metrovania, programmatically generated uh, role-playing game with persistent upgrades and uh, skill-based time trial. Motherfucker of a badass greatest game ever made. It's way up there. It's really good game. you like side-scrolling platformers and have always wanted a side-scrolling platformer edition of Castlevania Symphony of the Night then Dead Cells is what you want you need it with hundreds of weapons hundreds of unlocks tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of upgrades and uh, uh, unlocks and abilities Uh, Dead Cells is great, it's the first time I've played it uh, natively outside of beta post their full release out of early access um which Like New actually saw us beat which is sad because he doesn't talk to us because he's a dick um so fuck that guy see the bitterness it just it's toxic we got Dying Light Nova Drift Nova Drift has now fully rolled out um their wild metamorphosis thing it is no longer part of the beta branch And I'm getting good enough to kill the Seraph most runs. I still spend about at least 45 minutes every day playing Nova Drift. I have 259 hours in Nova Drift. That is a lot of time. Other games that I've been playing have all been mentioned previously in this episode. I've been playing American Fugitive. That's what I stopped playing to come do this uh, podcast. Monster Hunter World, I'm going to get balls deep back into because... Uh, it works now and Code Vein, I'm not sure how I like that game it is very expensive, it's 60 bucks you can find links to all of these games and stuff in the show. But for this week and that'll do us, check back next week our 5 year anniversary episode, which we're gonna play quietly, we're not gonna do like another fucking anniversary episode, unless we have to Um, cheers, thanks for listening and uh check out Pine, P-I-N-E check out Pine, it's a single player game but with great AI evidently already like two creatures have outsmarted me and killed me, like they're all more civilized than you are, and they have better weapons, better technology, and they have better AI than you do, and you suck, you have a slingshot and a stick so it kind of reminds me of uh, Feist but yeah uh, there you go, that'll do us Told you, we're out of here in under an hour and fifteen minutes. Catch you next week. And uh oh, one last thing. Uh one last thing. Don't forget to check out uh Greedfall. G-R-E-E-D-F-A-L-L. It's a third-person role-playing game with uh sword-based combat and stuff, it runs great the voice acting is really good, it looks fantastic, it's fun to play, the story so far is not that compelling but it keeps everything moving along it's not embarrassingly bad though either, and the side quests that I've done have been spectacular and don't underestimate Dying Light, I know I said it last week when it was on Super sale, but uh The um, expansion, the following, which gives you a Mad Max like customizable Doom buggy with whole new expansion trees and upgrade trees and all this shit for your zombie parkour hellish post apocalyptic thing, along with a whole new map that's all like you know exposed open areas and shit. That shit runs. I didn't get. I didn't play it at all. I, I ran it. I got to the the first cinema sequence and I just shut it off because I want to beat Dying Light, which I'll be doing later on tonight. I'll be continuing my quest. I'm at 70%. Like the the story in that game, I've done almost every side quest. Um and the story in that game is not that long, the main story, but it's all the side quests that are actually the good stuff of the story. Um and so I'm yeah, I'm ready to kind of cash it in on uh Dying Light and then move on to Dying Light the following. Plus, Dying Light 2 is coming out soon. Who knows if it'll have EAC. There you go. Uh, Catch you next week. Later days. Now you listen. Now you listen. For you're going to be a meek little housewife with horn-rimmed spectacles. And you're going to stay away from men and juke joints and booze and pinball machines. And you're going to wear a skirt and low-heeled shoes. And you're going to wear a girdle. And especially a girdle. Business bad? Fuck you, pay me. Oh, you had a fire? Fuck you, pay me. Place got hit by lightning, huh? Fuck you, pay me. Four or five times. A good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I, Farm. farm Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm gonna try four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to sing. It only runs on Linux. We like to go, yaddy, yaddy, yada, yada, four or five times. We're gonna have such fun. Bebop 1. You're becoming hysterical. Bebop 2. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Bebop 3. Yaddy, yaddy, yada, yada, four or five times. Met. Game Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, well, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux